The Olympic Channel podcast is brought to you by Bridgestone, worldwide Olympic and Paralympic partner, a founding partner of the Olympic Channel. Olympic Channel podcast. My name is Ed Knowles and this is the official Olympic Channel podcast. Welcome to a daily podcast from the Winter Olympic Games in Beijing. Do you want amazing conversations with the most interesting, insightful, exciting Olympians from across the world? Of course you do. And that's what we do here on the pod. What a career it's been for snowboarder Sean White of the USA. Today, we're going to enjoy an extended length catch up with the three-time Olympic champion ahead of the men's halfpipe final. Quiz question. What is Sean White's middle name? I'll tell you at the end of the show. Let's go through today's Olympic gold medal events. We have alpine skiing, biathlon, cross-country skiing, short track speed skating, speed skating, skeleton, and, as I mentioned, snowboard. So can Sean White win another Olympic gold medal, age 35, in halfpipe? What a story that would be. Sean has beaten the odds just to make it to these games. He first won Olympic gold back in 2006 and then again in 2010. It was a huge shock when he missed out in 2014, but made a comeback to win again in 2018. He made it to the Olympic final here in Beijing on literally his last run in qualifying. Watching him today, well, it's going to be exciting. Olympic, Olympic Channel, Channel Podcast. Sean White is about to drop in. Yeah, it's exciting. I mean, obviously, you know, I, I had my sights set on the Summer Olympics. You know, I've always been an avid skateboarder, you know, with uh, the pandemic that swept through and, you know, the, the really tough decision of, you know, am I ready to walk away from snowboarding yet? Um, and I just wasn't. So obviously switched gears, focus, everything uh, back to the winter sports. And um, it's so exciting. I can't believe we're, we're, we're yeah, I'm even here doing this right now. <laughs> like, you know, feeling solid, feeling um, a little seasoned at this age, but <laughs> I'm hanging in there. It's good. Front side, double court 1440 for Sean. Are we going to see the back-to-back 1440s? Yes, we are. I think the last Olympic run was mental for me. It was really mental because, you know, the previous Olympics in Sochi, I'd lost something. I'd lost this edge that I had. And I think it was a really emotional and heavy sort of journey to find that again. And, um, and I was so proud of that performance. And since then, I've been able to continue with that mindset. But I, I will be honest, like, the, the body is um, definitely giving me, you know, uh, little signs here and there that the that, that age is, is a factor at times. And, um, you know, I'll, I'll do probably less training days than the others. I'll, I'll start my day later, um, maybe a bit of tea in the morning, something to get me going. <laughs> no, honestly, though, it's, it's, it's been a thing. It's it's something that I have to keep my my eye on, and and it wasn't really a factor for me before, but it has become something where, like you said, the knee that wasn't something that I did anything. It wasn't really like oh I had this huge crash and that's this is the the cause and the effect. Um, it was more like hey this is like over time this has worn down or this is um, in need of some repair and and some some maintenance and. Um, and so, yeah, it's become, you know, something I'm, I'm much more aware of. Um, 
And with that, there's just a shift that needs to happen. You know, like I mentioned, practicing differently, training differently, um, you know, potentially working on my diet. How is my sleep? How's my, you know, time on the hill? Like I, I don't really go for these crazy long days anymore. I just show up, ask anybody. I show up and it's like my power hour. I just show up and do every hard trick I can think of in my hour, hour and a half, and then I'm out. Or I'll switch to the airbag and start working on something for the next day, for my next you know power hour or two uh, on the mountain. But um, but yeah, I, I would be. <laughs> I like being honest with everybody. It's 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 refreshing. <laughs> but yeah, it, I, I would be lying to say it hasn't been something that I've thought of recently a lot and um, and have to make adjustments for it for sure. I, I took a pretty hard slam and. You know, I bounced up, I shook it off. I was ready to go throw the trick again. It's great to know I'm as resilient as I was back in the day, but I, I definitely, you know, I went up today after that crash and I was feeling it. I was like, oh God, you know, my neck and my, everything was so stiff and, and trying to keep up and, and act like nothing happened was not working for me. So, um, so yeah, it's a factor, but it, I'm definitely taking the necessary steps to adjust and, um, and, uh, you know, plan for the season, so. Sean White has won Olympic gold in halfpipe in 2006, 2010, and 2018. He's achieved more than anyone else in the event. So, what keeps him going? Sean White has redemption here, his third Olympic gold medal. I've been the guy that has shown up and not done as well as I'd hoped at the previous Olympics and came back and wanted more. And I know what that fire and that drive and motivation can do to you as an athlete. And, um, and I'm seeing it right now in my competitors. And, um, you know, I don't know, I think at a certain point, I, I realized I was the, <laughs> the oldest competitor in the field. And now I'm I'm, I heard it over the, the loudspeaker at the event. And they're like, and dropping in the oldest competitor. I was like, oh my like looking around like who who are they talking about <laughs> i've been the youngest competitor competitors as, as long as i can remember um but i i wear it now as somewhat of a badge of honor in a sense like you said it's it's to be on top of a sport that's ever changing um and, and for this amount of time it's just been um it's been a challenge. It's just been, it's been my life's work and I'm so proud that I'm still able to compete on a high level and um, I'm going to, I'm going to give it everything I have for this games like I do every time and uh, see where the chips fall. But, um, but I will say, yeah, every single time is different. I mean, look what's thrown our way this time. I was like, Oh, this is a clear shot. I'm going to practice here, do these tricks. We'll show up. You got your plan. It, it varies and changes along the way, but honestly, you know, who, who knew that, uh, you know, world uh, pandemic was going to happen and, you know, uh, the ability to train was going to be, you know, very, very minimal and that just, just the great lengths you have to go to, through to get to where you're going, all these different things that were going to happen, you know, on top of just, you know, wanting to learn new tricks and, um, you know, be the best in the field. There's, there's other elements, but you know, we're all in this together and we're in the same situation. And, and I just look at it as another challenge. It's just, hey, like this is, this time this happened, you know, last time that happened and the time before that it was this and every single time is different and unique. And um, I'm just trying to like find my 
route and path to where I want to go. And I can see it in my head. I just got to, you know, make the little steps every day to get there. And, um, and so, yeah, I'm, I'm just kind of focusing day to day, but, um, but yeah, it's been, it's been intense and I'm, I'm kind of tripping out that I'm back in it again. <laughs> I know so many people, at least friends of mine and, and inner circle that were like, oh, I can't wait just for things to get back to the way they were. And I just, I don't know. I just believe that this kind of happened for some reason, the, you know, lesson to be learned or something. And, and there's a lot of kind of stillness that I was able to acquire during that time period because it was the only option. Um, you know, I maybe went on like a camping trip or did something, you know, simple during that time period. But um, gosh, having the options that always are surrounding you and travel plans and shoots and interviews and things. And there's so much that you, you know, you just kind of load your plate with because it's, you know, things you want to do. And, and when you're kind of pulled and forced out of that sort of churn of the daily, um, you know, uh, uh, obligations and, and plans and all these things, you're, you're, you're stuck with this sort of stillness and, um, Gosh, I really appreciated that lesson. And I think I've carried that on with me where, um, you know, I'm really content on where I'm at. I'm not really hoping to be somewhere else um, anymore. Honestly, my mind would always churn and I would always be thinking of like, gosh, I could be doing this right now. Or what if I was doing that? And I, I wonder what my friends are doing. And social media is pretty brutal because you get this revolving window of, of what all your friends and family and uh uh, people you, you know, you stay in contact with what they're doing on their daily lives. And it's hard to kind of see this revolving window of life somewhat passing you by when you're in a, a mode of training and, and you don't want that distraction. But um, I don't know, I, I found a lot of content during that time period. And I think once things started to, you know, open up again, I just felt like I still have that stillness and it's really, really been, um, I guess one of the nice things out of that that pretty tough and trying situation that we all went through, so and, and continue to to deal with. So, um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think I'm just operating on a, a level of just appreciation. I mean, just to be back here at this Olympic Channel podcast. Epic stuff. So the figure skating has been unbelievably engrossing so far and the men's competition was no exception. Nathan Chen is finally an Olympic champion at last. Hanyu Yuzuru was so close. Oh man, it was so close to landing the quad axle, but it just wasn't to be. Perhaps we'll see it in the gala and you know, one day we will see it in competition. We're so close. Well, there's plenty more figure skating to enjoy. And expert Jackie Wong said on one of our Twitter spaces recently, it would be wrong to just focus on the top groups in the remaining competitions. We always see this, right? Every, every four years, all of the skaters are working toward peaking at the Olympics. And that's where all of the magic kind of converges and all of this stuff happens. And, you know, you look at each one of the four disciplines and each one of the four disciplines has just a, a really uh, great variety and, and, and a great set of different voices, different creativities, different um, choreographic, uh, you know, brilliance that, 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 that you can watch and, and kind of everybody is just bringing something incredibly special and, you know, 
I just feel like every Olympics you you get to understand these skaters and you get to understand them um, as people, as artists, as athletes, and and the 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 depth of the competition is going to be absolutely incredible. Um, and you'll see that across all four of this one. So don't what I what I will say to everyone is don't just look at the the skaters who are who are going for medals because if you only look at them you're missing the bigger picture and the also the you're missing a whole bunch of other potential performances that are going to be um just as brilliant and just as mm. um interesting to watch um that that you know you're going to miss out on so watch everything olympic channel podcast Please do yourself a favour. And if you don't already follow Jackie on Twitter, he is rocker skating, simply the best. Don't accept any imitations. We also have Nick McCarvel on site too. He is very much worth a follow. The way to stay across our Twitter spaces is to follow Olympics. Hit the notifications button to stay up to date and you will know when we're going live on Twitter spaces. Some really, really exciting things planned on that. Also, check out the live blog on olympics.com. And the answer to my quiz question, I asked what was Sean White's middle name? The answer is Roger. That's right, Roger. Right, that's it for now. Stay safe, stronger together and see you very soon. Think like an Olympian.